Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Reiki Radio. Today, I am talking about me and my shadow because I get so many questions about shadow work, how we go about it, and if it is something that we are meant to explore intentionally. So I'm going to share with you my experiences around this today. And it's going to be a quick episode, but I hope that the information helps you. And as always, if you enjoy the podcast, please rate it on iTunes. It helps to grow the community. And be sure to join us in the Seeker Circle for more conversation and exchanges. So go ahead, get comfortable, and enjoy the show. Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host Yolanda and today I am going to talk to you about me and my shadow. Now on Reiki Radio I do share a lot of insights that are specific to our paths in general. Uh, I do blend in some personal experience but I don't know that I've ever just talked about the lens of what my experience has been. And the reason I thought this was so important today is because there are many who come into this work and don't know that as soon as we start this process of self-healing or transformation or just simply moving our energy and opening up our energy channels, we start to allow this movement that may bring some of our shadow into recognition. And so we have talked about this before, in a way, um, on another episode I did a few years ago ago called Spiritually Undone, and it's been peppered throughout, you know, these years of doing the podcast, just understanding that this process of awakening, of self-healing, of transformation can have its challenges, but it's all in how we perceive it and how we allow ourselves to move through and navigate the process. So I thought I would share with you um, some of what my personal experience has been just so that again you can move out of any fear that you may have, any resistance that you may have, or just wondering if you're doing things wrong as we have the tendency to think. (laughs) So where do I start? Um, First of all, I want to point out that I love shadow work. I think that it is really like the jewel or the key to all of this within the realm of spirituality because through the years, no matter what I practiced, you know, no matter the lineage of Reiki, the different types of meditation, tarot, astrology, all different limbs of intuitive development or psychic work, All of it had a way of leading me back into myself. All of it has had a way of showing me or revealing to me energies and imprints that I have held for, you know, years and throughout my entire life experience. But interestingly, I've also been shown imprints and energies that I hold that you know, stem from family or lineage and even sometimes past lives. But the key in all of it is understanding. So in this work, one of the number one components is having the willingness to just see yourself, to stand in front of the mirror and say, okay, I'm ready to see me and what I hold. And 
I believe that when we sign up for classes such as Reiki or we start doing these types of you know, practices, we have already made that decision on some level to see or witness what we hold because we have literally signed up to do this work in some capacity. Now, for some of us, the motivation may be to self-heal or to learn tools to help hold space for other people. For some of us, it may be just genuine curiosity. But no matter what leads us here into this work or playing with and exploring these different tools and techniques, what happens naturally is this opening or awakening Now, how far we go and how much we support the ongoing transformation, awakening, and understanding is totally up to us. And that's why I always say practice your practice. But going back to the shadow and its importance, the only way we can truly heal and allow ourselves to become more clear and free from our fear and old stories and even the old imprints or ideas that we have claimed is true is simply by acknowledging what they are in the first place, which can only be done when we are willing to see ourselves and acknowledge what comes up for our healing and transformation. So what comes up and how, you know, I what we are talking about when we say our shadow or you know things start to move or blocks start to release what your shadow is is debatable you know many people have different points of view about what it is and what it means but what i've come to realize in my own practice is our shadow is developed from you know experiences that we've had and perceptions that we've had and the beliefs that we've may have created around all of it but also the emotion that we've experienced throughout whatever um, circumstances we've been faced with in our lives so the thing about the shadow is you may very well be consciously aware of things that may have been tough or uncomfortable and all of these things but the shadow aspect of it is the part where we may be unaware of just how deeply those things have impacted us. So say, for example, you went through something in life that was very hard or hurtful or challenging or shocking. You may remember that you had that experience, but because you didn't want to deal with the emotion of it or because it was too uncomfortable or just felt too much to bear, you may have put it in the you know unconscious mind or in the subconscious mind so while you're aware that you had that experience you haven't really allowed yourself to tune into the impact that it has actually had on you so the emotions and the energies and the perceptions and the feeling attached to that experience still linger within your field but you're just not consciously aware of what those things may be And so we have various experiences in life where those old impressions and those feelings and those things that we haven't quite dealt with, they may be triggered by another experience that we have. 
And so then we start reacting or it comes out in our behavior or it comes out in our emotion, our temper, our fear. It comes out in us isolating ourselves. It comes out in us like um, overdoing it in some areas of our lives, focusing all of our attention into one particular thing so that we don't have to look at anything else. Our shadow will present itself in various ways until we finally go, okay, let me see you and let me understand what it is I am holding and how it is actually impacting me. Now, when we do things like energy work, for example, Reiki, and you hear again about these energy blocks, clearing, moving energy, all of these things, Part of the reason that people may have emotional response, they may have tears, they may laugh, just some kind of, it may seem random or uncontrollable reaction to the experience of having energy moving is because we are allowing those imprints, those energies, those memories to resurface to some degree. Now, as they resurface, we still have the choice Are we going to acknowledge them and say like, oh, wow, this is still here. How does it feel? How has it been impacting me? And am I going to make the choice to see this differently? Am I going to give myself the choice to finally allow and facilitate healing around this? Or am I going to stuff it back away again? You have choice. But one thing to keep in mind is that you signed up to do this work. And it's so, it's really interesting that we oftentimes seek out these tools. We seek out Reiki, we seek meditation, yoga, we seek out books and classes and teachers and mentors. We seek out so many things to say, I want to heal. I want to be um, in my spiritual recognition. I want to wake up. And then once we apply these things and we're given the opportunity to actually do the work, we often run away, afraid to face our shadow. So I said I was going to share some of my personal experience with you. I guess it's habitual that I make it more generalized. Um, So I'm going to do that. I would say, you know, in thinking about my shadow and the importance of this work, I do realize it's been a pretty close companion of mine, I would say, throughout my entire life because I was very introverted and I was a person that internalized a lot. My hurt, my sadness, these things, I would stuff them away partially because of how I was raised. And my only real form of release or expression around what I felt was through writing. So I would write poetry, but even through that process of release, I wouldn't entirely allow myself touch the truth of what was held in my shadow. I would then delve into imagination and write a story or describe a feeling that seemed partially made up because I wasn't allowing myself again to access the entirety of what I personally felt. So I've always been aware of my shadow in that I've always been aware of what I felt I had to keep hidden or what I felt I had to keep tucked away or under control or maintained, always, from a very young age. And I thought that that was 
okay. I thought that it was my way of being strong, my way of being tough, of picking myself up by the bootstraps and carrying on with whatever had to be done in life. I thought of it as a way of not falling victim to my emotion. I remember in my teenage years and maybe even early 20s, seeing some of my friends go through various experiences and the way that they were so honest with their emotion was so fascinating to me because in one way I thought that that took a lot of strength to allow themselves to access all of that feeling and emotion but on the other hand I thought man I don't want to ever do that because it seems that they have no control it seems like they're totally spinning and like out of their minds but interestingly I always was okay with or allowed myself to express and let out my anger and my upset, but I never allowed myself to express or acknowledge sadness. And so what happened is what was in my shadow as sadness or hurt would then get filtered through my lens of anger and everything would just come out through that one lens. The downside to that, although I was doing some form of releasing, I wasn't releasing in my authenticity. I wasn't addressing what actually hurt or what actually um, bothered me or upset me or these types of things in a way of being able to say that hurt. So, you know, life goes on, you carry on. And again, I, I really didn't realize the impact this had on me. Until I finally got to doing Reiki, energy work, meditation, all of these things. And what started happening is through my process of moving energy, I started to have emotions come up. The shadow come up. And it would come up through this different mechanism. This time for me, instead of just being able to express anger, I would cry, I would feel sadness, I would feel upset, which was foreign, but also fascinating to me. But the most important component is I realized that I had been holding on to hurt, that I realized that there were some things that impacted me in ways that I had refused to look at prior. Now, the reason all of these realizations were so important is because they were also influencing not only my behaviors over the years, but influencing what I allowed in my life, influencing the type of relationships I found myself in, influencing the choices that I made, influencing the fear that I held, influencing and informing me in so many ways that could have been done differently had I taken the time to acknowledge my shadow. Now, the beauty in this is that in finally acknowledging what I had been holding on to and allowing myself to process these things, I also knew that I had the opportunity to look at what I was feeling or to understand what I was feeling from a higher lens or a higher perspective because of the tools that I have learned over the years through this you know, realm of spirituality. And also because of what I've learned, I allowed myself to let these energies, these feelings, these emotions to move through me, 
whether it was allowing myself to cry, whether it was talking with a friend, whether it was going into a float tank, which I used to do quite often. So in all of this allowing myself to process, I found that a lot of what I kept hidden wasn't just the shadow in terms of something dark and heavy, but I was also hiding various aspects of my light. I was hiding various aspects of my worth, of my self-love, of my deservingness. I hadn't revealed to myself my full potential or capacity. I hadn't revealed to myself just how much choice and influence I actually had in the life I was living and creating. I hadn't revealed to myself the light of responsibility, taking ownership for my own path and purpose. So again, you know, when we hear shadow or we hear shadow work, it can sound scary and a lot of people want to go into avoidance because it doesn't sound all light and love. But the truth is doing that work is what reveals to us more than anything else the light and love that we are and the light and love that exists even within the shadow and things that we feel are scary. There have been many lessons that we've learned The toughest things that you've gone through in your life have made you the most resilient, have possibly made you the most compassionate. The things that you have gone through, that you have suffered through, that you have struggled through, have given you a greater appreciation for something, maybe life itself, maybe the people in your lives. Some of the hardest things we've gone through give us just a new lens and a new awareness and understanding of being. So shadow work, although it can sound quite scary and again, like something to avoid, it is part of this process. It is part of working with the light. (laughs) It is part of waking up to who and what you are. Now again, there are many tools and techniques and things to support you in the process and not everything works for everyone. We all work with our shadow in various ways. We all are... Um, reminded of our shadow in various ways. And it's nothing that we have to go digging for. You know, you don't have to sit down and say, I'm going to do my shadow work now. Let me grab a book and write down everything that has happened in my life. No. When you just make the choice to be open to observe yourself fully, your shadow, the, the hurt, the upset that you hold will start to reveal itself to you naturally. It's just a matter of remembering that it's nothing to run or hide from. Instead, it's something to embrace, to love, to heal. To be able to see yourself outside of lenses of judgment. And especially those of you who want to, you know, step into the role of healer, if that's what you feel called to do. It's very important that you do this work on yourself, one, so that you can be an open, more clear channel for those that you're holding space for, but also that you, so that you have understanding of whatever they may be going through and that you can hold the space with even more love and compassion and outside of judgment than you would have if you've not done the work on yourself.
So I wanted to share this message with you today because, you know, again, it is something that isn't commonly talked about. And there are, again, many ideas around shadow work and what it means. And it's not something, you know, again, that you have to go digging up or looking for. It's just something to acknowledge about what you hold, the emotions, the thoughts, the perceptions that you hold. And if there is any hurt or fear or sadness or upset within any of these containers, giving yourself space to say, I'm ready to heal and transform this using whichever tools are available to you. So if you um, are a Reiki practitioner and you want some help or support in going deeper into your Reiki practice and doing this self-work, I do have an online class called Reiki Tools as well as Intuitive Mastery. And you can take both of these online classes at your own own pace. And it's available on my website. And both of them together are called Intuitive Reiki. And it's full of courses, um, modules I should say, that guide you through the process of seeing yourself. Not necessarily for the intention of doing shadow work but to prepare you and to give you the tools to see yourself with clarity, outside of judgment, with understanding, learning how to not only sense and tune into the energies and imprints that you perceive in yourself and others, but understanding how to translate and work with those energies in ways that, again, help us to facilitate our own self-healing in our own way. So you can go to my website, uchi.com, Y-E-W-C-H-I.com, and access that. If you want the coupon code to get both of those courses for a hugely discounted rate, sign up for the newsletter at uchi.com, and you will receive that coupon code. For everyone, if you want to learn more about this beautiful journey that we are all experiencing, be sure to tune in to the Mind Body Energy Project on Wednesdays and the Jaya Collective on Fridays. You can learn more about both of those on my Facebook page, which is Yuchi Wellness. There's just so much to share with all of you. In fact, next week we have another special guest who's coming on to talk about this journey as well. And I am committed to sharing and growing and exchanging with you. So with that, I would also invite you to the Seeker Circle if you haven't joined us yet. We have some live events. In fact, we had one yesterday that was a lot of fun. There were other people within the Seeker Circle who came on to talk and share about their experiences with Reiki, working with crystals, so many different things. And the community is free. You can join us there. So that is all for today. I just wanted to talk to you about me and my shadow to encourage you to not run away from your own and really know that it's part of the process. And when the hurt comes up, it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It means that you are ready to heal and transform. So have a beautiful day, everyone. I will see you next week. And remember to always journey in love.